Hey, I am so excited for you to listen to today's episode. Um, it's really incredible. Two weeks prior to me recording this, or the two weeks leading up to me recording this podcast, I had been so excited to share this, the testimony in here uh, and the word, and I had, I had really studied for it. But when I recorded this podcast, it was like 1 a.m. in the morning. So if you hear my voice breaking up and you hear me kind of whispering and sounding weird, it's because I'm really tired and I'm trying not to wake people and I'm just trying to be polite and not be loud. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much. This is Blake Reynolds, and you're listening to The Upbeat Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Upbeat Podcast. I am your host, Blake Reynolds. And if you've not done so already, click the subscribe button, um, share it on your social media, or share it with a friend's. And uh, don't forget to follow me on social media at Blake Reynolds Music. I absolutely love connecting with people. Uh, so feel free to connect with me on social media. Send me a DM. Um, my, it's my Facebook and Instagram is at Blake, Blake Reynolds Music. Man, I am stumbling over my words tonight. My website is BlakeReynoldsMusic.com as well if you want some more information. But listen, I am so excited for today's episode. And I genuinely mean I am excited about this. It's been on my heart for Oh gosh, two weeks now at least. And I just, I can't wait to share this with you. So let's dive right in. But before I get started, I want to ask you like a few questions. And when I ask you these questions, I would love for you just, I love participation. Whenever I'm speaking, I love when people engage with me. And so I I invite you to engage with me now, you know, whether you're just sitting privately or driving your car or whatever, just answer these questions. Yes or no. Um, So here we go. Are you feeling depressed, hopeless, discouraged, filled with fear, doubt, and worry? Are you full of shame and guilt from past mistakes? Constantly worrying about tomorrow, worrying about your finances, feeling like you're you're not good enough, feeling like the only hope for you is suicide, just and you're just overwhelmed with the, these consuming thoughts and you feel like there's no hope? Well, in today's episode, if you answered any of those yes, and if any of those questions were, if any of the answer to those questions were yes, and today's episode is for you. Uh, today I'm talking about the importance of God's Word. Uh, the Word of God is our foundation as Christians. And I just wanted to say this just to clarify, whether you're a new believer or maybe you're a seasoned Christian. And by seasoned Christian, I'm just meaning like if you're just somebody who's been, you know, you've had Jesus, you've known Jesus and you've been going to church for years now, uh, this podcast is for you because we all need that simple reminder that God's word is our foundation. Um, And so I'm really excited about it. So the word of God is our foundation as Christians. And I want to expound on that analogy a little bit. I've been a part of a few construction projects and no, I'm not just talking about changing an outlet cover. I'm talking about legit, legit construction projects where you actually lay the foundation, the concrete um, you know, you pour the concrete, you lay the foundation, and you know when you lay the foundation, you have to make sure it's plumb, level, and square. And if you don't have any of those three things done, even if one of them's off, the rest of the house is going to be off. When you put up the walls, the drywall, everything's just going to be off. And of course, uh, if all three of them are off on the foundation, um, then your house is just probably not going to stand. Uh, for very long, if at all. So you, when you know when you put your foundation in, it has to be done right uh, because the foundation is the key to anything. And if a foundation isn't done right, you for, you can forget about everything else. Um, so the foundation is crucial 
in not only building a house, but it's, you know, foundation is key in any relationship. If you don't have a good foundation in your, your romantic relationship, whether you're dating someone or married, if you don't have a good foundation, you know, something solid to go off of, it's going to be really hard to withstand trials. If you don't have a good foundation, you know, in a business that you own or whatever it is, if you don't have a solid foundation, everything else is really shaky and it just won't stand. The foundation is a the key to the success of any person or thing. Um, and our, our foundation as Christians is the word of God. It's the Bible. Um, I absolutely love, um, absolutely love talking about this. It's something I'm very passionate about. And uh, I just wanted to expound a little bit and talk about the benefits of the Bible, you know, benefits specifically of being rooted in the word of God. Number one, we already talked about this, but I'm going to go in deeper a little bit. The number one benefit of in the of being rooted in the Word of God is the foundation. The Word of God is your foundation. It says in Matthew chapter seven verses twenty four through twenty seven, Jesus tells a parable. And for those of you who don't know what a parable is, uh, it's a story. Jesus tells a story about two men. One of these men uh, builds a house on sand. And any of you who have been to the beach, you know sand is very shaky or, or shifty. It's just nothing you you know for a fact like. You know you're not supposed to build on that. But this one man builds a house in the sand. The second man builds his house on the rock. And the storm comes, and it and the man who built his house on the sand, the storm washes his house away. And then the storm hits the man with the house on the rock, and his house is still standing. And so that the rock that they're referring to is God's word. And so when you build your house, just like the man with the rock, when you build your house, your life on God's rock, and trials come your way, you can withstand any storm. Uh, the second benefit of uh, God's word is it builds faith. In Romans ten seventeen, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So God's word builds your faith up. If you're struggling in your prayer, prayer time, like maybe you're banging your head on a wall, you're not seeing answered prayers and you're just like, God, I feel so lost in my prayers. Go to God's word, you know, pray God's word, declare it, make it personal. Something that I would encourage you to do. And we'll talk about this just a little bit later. Um, you know, just a little bit more, but just diving into God's word and just, instead of just reading the scripture, pray the scripture, you know, take the words and make them personal. The word of God is a fuel for your faith. Um, so that was number two. Number three is encouraging yourself, encouraging yourself. When you have God's word in your heart, you can encourage yourself when trials come. You know, when, when the enemy tries putting doubt, feeling, feeling thoughts of doubt and, and hatred and, and depression in, in your head and in your heart, you can encourage yourself. If you read all throughout the Psalms, King David would he he wouldn't i mean king david went some through some tough times i mean there was one point where king david literally hid inside of a cave and and but david had some pretty bad times and what david did is you know he would talk to god and he david was so real with god honestly i would encourage you just to go and dive into psalms it's just so cool how real david was with god the bible says he's a man after god's own heart but david when he was in those caves he'd be like god my enemies are coming after me god i made a mistake god all these bad things are happening in my life. And then he would encourage himself by reminding himself of who God is and what he's done for David. And then that would uplift his spirits. And, and he always came out on top because of, you know, God being in his life. But he was able to encourage himself because he, the Bible says that David meditated day and night on God's word, on his law. Um, 
And so you can encourage yourself. That's number three. Number four is tra- it transforms your mind. The Word of God transforms your mind. Uh, maybe maybe you're, uh, again, if you're a seasoned Christian or a new Christian, something that the Word of God does is it, it renews and transforms your mind. And you think how God thinks. You think good things. You think on pure things and holy things. You know, it's, excuse me, my dog's in the background. Um, that's that jingling. But you think on good things, and you know something cool about God is it says in the New Testament that men with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And so when you think like God, you don't look at tasks as impossible. You look at them through God's point of view, and you're like, I can do this. So moving on, um, again, that's my dog. Excuse that. Um, so we've done number one is you, you're, you have a foundation. You know, the benefits of the Bible are number one. You have a foundation. Number two, it builds your faith. Um Number three, you can encourage yourself. Number four, uh, you're better equipped to face trials. Um, and we kind of talked about the foundation. When you're when you are rooted in God's word, you are equipped to face anything that comes and tries to hinder you in life. Um, you know, and something I kind of wrote this down because we're talking about the Bible. Faith comes from hearing the word of God, not from praying fancy prayers. Um, when you pray God's word, make a make the verse in the Bible personal. Uh, we talked about this a minute ago. Um, about God's Bible, about God's word, excuse me. When you are reading the Bible, make the scriptures personal to yourself. Instead of reading, um, for instance, Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all my all your need according, you know, make it personal. Say, and my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Psalms chapter 1, verses 2 through 3. And I was going to use the scripture for tonight's devotional anyways, but it says, uh, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Make that scripture personal. Say, I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth in its season, whose leaf shall not wither and whatever I do shall prosper. Make that scripture personal to you, you know, put, and that will awaken and ignite, ignite faith in your life. I had this really cool quote, the word of God builds faith. Prayer, prayers give faith a voice and your actions give faith motion. I'm going to repeat that back. The word of God builds faith. Prayers give faith a voice and your actions give faith motion motion. I mean, the word of God, it just ignites and builds faith in your heart and in your life. And it's just so incredible. And I just wanted to share a personal testimony of mine um, about how the word of God truly helped me. And I'm honestly really stoked to share this testimony because I don't get to share it too often. (laughs) But um, for many of you who don't know, I'm originally from Virginia. I'm a Southern boy. I'm originally from Virginia. And my family and I, um, because I've been in ministry pretty much my whole life, my family has, for you know, for a good portion of my life, but my family and I lived. We lived in Virginia, and in 2001, we moved to a little town in Belpre, Ohio, and we were there for five years. So 2001 to 2006, and towards the end of our time in Belpre, um, well, in 2006, we were moving from Belpre, Ohio, to Michigan because my dad had a pastor job, a pastoring job, and I was 12, going on 13 in 2006. So during the whole transition of us moving to Michigan, uh, because we're still in Ohio, my dad looks at me and he's like, hey, I want you to read a chapter in the Bible every day. And uh, my dad's a nice guy, but when it comes to like him telling us to do something, it's like, you just do it. It's law. It's whatever. That's how we just grew up. And he's like, I want you to read the Bible. You know, you read a chapter every single day. And, um, 
And he kind of told me, he was just pretty much like, you know, you're getting, you're, you're getting older, you're, you're 12, you're turning into a teenager, you need to build up your own faith, you need to feed yourself spiritually, you read a chapter every day. And uh, like the good, perfect angel child I was, I'm just totally kidding there. But I did do what he said. I was like, okay, I'm going to read a chapter every day. And he told me to start in the New Testament. And for those of you who don't know the New Testament, start Matthew. Um, so I started in Matthew, and I'm reading a chapter every single day in the Bible like he asked me to. And I'll be honest with you. I'm just being real. I hated it. I thought it was boring. I didn't if you've read any if you've read Matthew chapter one verse, the whole first chapter is just this genealogy and it's like, oh my gosh. It's just I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to spell these names, much less read them. And so but anyways, I'm reading the New Testament and I'm just reading a chapter every day, like he said, and it's not doing anything for me. Uh, honestly, it was just the most boring thing ever. <laughs> um, and that sounds so wrong. But it was so boring. I was like, oh my gosh, I just, I can't stand this. But I did what he said. I kept reading it every day. And fast forward to a few months later, we move up to Michigan. And like, like I said, my dad was the pastor. I'm a PK. And and when you're, you're, when you're a part of a smaller church, when your dad's a pastor of a smaller church, you know, you kind of just get involved because you have to. And so I got involved on the youth worship team, which is just a whole nother story. But I got involved in the youth worship team and, um, and anyway, so I'm reading the chapter every single day, and I'm on the youth worship team, and we would just have these moments during the worship, during our youth nights, and our band wasn't any good, but we just, these moments where just the Holy Spirit would hit, and we would just start worshiping. And Are you a coffee drinker like me? I thought so. Let me tell you about my favorite coffee brand, Southbound Coffee. Southbound Coffee is a nonprofit Christian-owned organization based out of Mississippi. They are a small batch specialty roaster and they source high quality coffee from around the globe. Southbound goes the extra mile to make sure each roast is meticulously correct, thus yielding incredible tasting coffee. I personally love this brand because obviously the coffee tastes great. And for those of you wondering, it smells great too. Sorry, I love the smell of coffee. But another reason I love Southbound is because they are a company with solid values. They use their profits to support local and global communities through ministry and outreach. Head over to their website and get some coffee today. Use my code Blake for 20% off your first order. Go to southboundcoffee.com and be sure to follow them on social media and help support what they are doing. Lifting our hands and there were just moments of silence where the Holy Spirit was ministering to us. And in some of those moments, God would give me a word. And listen, I'm not that old, but I'm still old enough, you know, at that time of 2006, 2007, 8, whatever, there weren't any smartphones. It was just flip phones. And so you couldn't pull up the Bible app on your phone. Um, I just can't believe it feels like it was forever ago, but it wasn't. But you couldn't pull the Bible app on your phone. You know, you had to have a real Bible in your hands. Um, and, and so anyways, during the worship services, you know, for some reason I always have my Bible. Of course, when we went to youth group, we always, we always encouraged everyone to bring a Bible. So I have my Bible with me. I had this small ESV, uh, leather bound Bible. It could fit in my back pocket and I had it in my back pocket and, and, you know, I'm on stage and the God would just give me these words. And like I said, up until this point, like I have absolutely no interest in reading the Bible. It's so boring to me. It's just, it's whatever. But out of nowhere, just in youth group doing there's worship moments, it's like this passion and this fire was ignited in me. It's like God would give me words during the service and I would whip out my little tiny 
ESV Bible. And like I said, this is before the smartphone. So you couldn't just look up keywords in a verse. You had to like remember. You either had to write those scriptures down or have a great memory. And I'd say I've got a good memory, but I didn't remember the exact verses. But I would remember where they were at in the New Testament roughly. And I would quickly open it up and I'm flipping through the pages and I would find the scriptures. And I would grab the microphone and I would just start just ministering. And I didn't preach a sermon. I preached five minutes or less, if that, just ministering whatever word God put on my heart. And I would just pull up a scripture I had read that was just ignited in me and I would just preach it. And it was just the craziest thing how for months upon months, I would be reading the scriptures and it did nothing for me. It felt like it was doing nothing for me. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this fire bursts out of me where I'm just, I have this passion, not only for the word, I'm not just hungry for the word, I'm hungry for God. And it was just the craziest thing. It's like, it's like nothing was happening, but it was like a seed. It's like a seed being planted. If you've done any kind of um, planting of anything at all, the planting process is so boring. When you plant a seed, it is the most boring thing ever because depending on what it is you're trying to grow or produce, um, some things can just, it might take a few weeks before you see anything and, and things like bamboo, you don't see bamboo. It doesn't, it does not, you don't start seeing it doing anything until after the first five years. But when you plant a seed, it is the most boring process ever. It, it honestly, it, you just want to honestly just go to the grocery store and just buy <laughs> produce there. But the seeding process is boring because it's just seed and then it's time and you got to wait and you got to wait and you got to water that seed and you got to cultivate and protect that seed so nothing comes, you know, to harm it. And, so you, and, and it's just boring. But that's what it was like for me when I read the Bible. It was boring, but the word of God, and there's a scripture reference that talks about the word of God being like a seed being planted inside of us. And, and that's exactly what it felt like was me reading the Bible every day. What I didn't realize was I kept sowing a seed into my life. I kept sowing a seed. And while every day it felt boring, it was just, uh, it was boring. It was like in those moments of worship, it was like the moments where God ignited a passion or just poured water on me. And it, it was like, it was like that seed turned into a tree and I was bearing fruit. I was just preaching. And that's how God's word is. It's just like a seed. Um, but when God, you know, when God comes in and waters it, that's where the fruit comes in. And so anyways, my whole point behind that testimony is, is I know a lot of times we feel like when we're reading God's word, it's boring, it's meaningless, it's useless. But what's happening is you don't realize is you're building a foundation for your life, not just so you can preach in a microphone. Honestly, me preaching the microphone was awesome, but it was in my quiet times where I felt the fire the most. And what happens is when you're reading God's word is you're not just planting a seed, you're laying a foundation for your life. And if you were like me, where reading the Bible is boring. First of all, don't be harsh on yourself. <laughs> Trust me, everybody gets those days. Even some of the pastors you watch on podcasts will tell you, man, I have some days where I just don't even want to read a scripture. <laughs> but listen, I want to encourage you with this, this quote, Bill Johnson. Uh, he's a pastor at Bethel Church in Redding, California. He said this, when you feed yourself, you know, when you're eating breakfast or lunch, uh, dinner, whatever it is, when you feed yourself daily, you may not remember what you ate at that particular meal, but it still nourished you. And that's how the Bible works. You know, you may not remember a scripture you read today, and maybe you didn't remember the passage, or maybe it didn't give you goosebumps. But I want to encourage you, when you feed yourself daily, 
it is nourishing you. And just like my testimony, I cannot just tell you how much it just awakened and ignited a fire in my life and in my heart. It helped me so, so much. Um, Absolutely, absolutely love it. And even recently, I've been kind of doing inventory in my spiritual walk with God. And I'm like, I'm seeing areas, first of all, in my prayer life that I need major improvement. But even with the Bible, like I'm talking about foundation, And I've been seeing just kind of areas where God's revealing a lack of faith in my life, areas I don't trust God, areas that I'm insecure, areas where I'm just maybe open the doors for the enemy and God's showing it just I don't have a solid foundation in his word. And so I've been honestly, this word is not just for you, it's for me. Um, So I have some practical ways for you to go deeper into God's word. Some really helpful stuff here. Number one is the easiest one ever. It's read. Read your Bible. Um, and if maybe you're an audible person, listening to your Bible is cool, but the bad part about it is, is a lot of times, the majority of people, if you're listening to a book or a Bible, typically you're multitasking, and so you're not fully devoting yourself to what it is you're listening to. And so I would encourage you to read, just read a chapter a day. Um, and the reason being is because when you're reading, you don't have a choice but to sit down and read whatever it is you're reading. So read a chapter a day. There's an old song. It's a like a Sunday school song, and I'm not going to sing it, but the, the lyrics were just read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day. And um, just talking about foundation, man, that's what's talking about foundation. Your foundation in a Christian walk is read your Bible, pray every day. So number one is read. Number two is meditate. Um, like we had read in Psalms chapter one, verse two, let's go back up here. Uh, but his delight was in the law of the Lord, and his and in his law he meditates day and night. And again, that was King David. Um, but number two is to meditate. Always just think about God's word. Think about God's word. Just and and don't just oh, I can do all things through Christ. Just think about it. Just think about it. Number three is apply it. The Bible says in James chapter one verse twenty two, it says, "Be be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself." Apply the word of God to your life. Don't don't just read it. You know, put that put that word to action. If the Bible says by His stripes you are healed, put that to action. Put some faith behind not just that prayer but that scripture. Say, God, Your word says that by Your stripes I am healed. Maybe you're listening to this and you're you're having some kind of illness or, or you're struggling in an area of your life. You don't. Just a quick testimony here. I thank God. And I truly mean this. I thank God that I don't have any illnesses or diseases. Um, I totally thank God for that. Um, it, but there have been times in my life where I'm just like in the bathroom and I'm just hunched over. And just the thought of standing up just makes made me want to puke. But, you know, it's late at night. And I'm in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, God. But I'm praying to God. I'm like, God, heal me. God, heal me. God, heal me. And then I would remind myself of this verse. Be a doer of the word. Put faith. Put action behind that faith. And so I'd say, God, I believe your word says heal me. And, and I would, as much pain as I was, as I would stand up because I'm like, God, if I believe your word is true, I need to put some action behind it. And every single time it worked, not all the time did it work right away. So quick disclaimer, guys, not all the time would it work right away. Sometimes I would have to just go to bed still in pain, but I still reminded myself, God, your word says I am healed. And God always was faithful to heal me. And so basically what I'm trying to say is put some faith behind it. Whenever Jesus healed somebody, he would always tell them to do something they weren't able to do. When he healed a blind man, he said, open your eyes. When he, made the lame, when he healed a lame man, he said, I want you to stand up and walk. 
those things were completely contradictory of their current status. But he says, I want you to put faith behind. Sorry, I got into Robert Trelio. Um, number three is confess. So we talked about read, meditate, apply. Number three is confess. And we talked about this earlier, personalized scripture. Um, when we speak out God's word, we are speaking out his reality. We are literally making heaven happen on earth. We are agreeing with his promises. We are coming in agreement with his word. Um, so again, those things are practical ways to go deeper in God's word and to build your foundation. It's number one, read. Number two, meditate. Number three, apply. Number four, confess. Um, and you know, if you're looking for a great Bible plan, again, if you're a new believer, I encourage you to start the New Testament. Start in the book of John. Um, that'd be a great place to start. Again, a new believer, start in the New Testament. It's very easy. It's a great place to go. The entire word of God is amazing, but start there. Um, maybe you're like, hey, Blake, you know, I've been a Christian, not for a long time, but I, or I, I am a Christian for a long time, but I'm kind of lost in my Bible reading. Go to the Version Bible app and find a topic or a plan. Um, I, I go by topics. So I would really encourage you, whatever season you're in right now, find that topic. So if you're going through a season of depression, um, find a topic about depression. The reason being is um, when you're reading about depression because you're going through it, that topic, that that devotional you're going through, all those scriptures will awaken something in your spirit. Why? Because you're struggling with depression. You need to seek out the solution for depression. And of course, is the word of God. But find something that that is for your season. Maybe you're struggling with doubt. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're you're single and you're looking for a spouse. There's a topic about that new version. So that's how I should think I would recommend you start your Bible plan reading is just find a topic that's relevant to you in your season. I'm going to close with a few quotes for you here. Uh, these quotes are awesome. The soul can do without everything except the word of God, without which none at all of its wants are provided for Martin Luther. Um, with that, and this is one of my favorite presidents, Ronald Reagan said this quote right here. Within the covers of the Bible are the answers for all the problems men face. And this last quote uh, is by Billy Graham. If you are ignorant of God's word, you will be ignorant of God's will. I'm going to repeat that again. If you were ignorant of God's word, you will be ignorant of God's will. God, that's so powerful. Honestly, I should have just started with that and ended with that quote. Because listen, again, guys, this whole podcast episode is just about if you're not firmly rooted in God's word, if that's not your foundation, and you go through trials in life, the chances are of you you falling down on your face. And, and we're going to and we're going to fall on our faces anyways. But what I'm trying to say is it's just like the man who built his house in the sand. If you're not firmly rooted in God's word, your life's just going to crumble. But if you're rooted in God's word, it doesn't matter what the devil throws at you. You're still going to come out victorious. The last three points I'm going to make is this, to sum up this entire thing, is be a reader of the word. Be a speaker of the word. And by speaker, I don't mean by preaching. I'm talking about confessing God's word. And number three, the last one is be a doer of God's word. Put God's word into motion, whether that's believing, you know, for a faith type thing where you're believing God for answer prayers or when God says to love your enemy, go love your enemy, put action behind God's word. Um, and guys, listen, I hope today's episode encouraged. I hope that it inspired you. And I hope my testimony, you know, helped some of you guys. Honestly, I love sharing that testimony because 
it's so amazing how when we're doing something as little as just reading a chapter a day, how God can just do something amazing with that. So I hope this encourages you. I'm going to pray for you right now because like that story I'd, like I had told, it's in the Bible. I apologize. I should have had the book and the chapter, everything down. Um, it, it just talks about how the word of God is like a seed being sowed. You know, I'm going to pray that this word that is sowed in you today, that it's just going to take root in your life and you're just going to build a foundation. So let's pray. Dear God, I thank you today. Your word says to enter your gates with thanksgiving, your courts with praise. And we thank you today for your grace and your heavenly mercy. We thank you that it is abundant. Lord, we praise you that you are mighty and you are glorious and that nothing can stop you and that you will never stop loving us despite what we do and where we're at. God, I lift up every single person listening to this today, and I ask that you would just move in their lives. God, I ask that you would just guard the seed that is being planted today, God. I ask that you would help every person, including myself, God, to build our foundation. And, and even if we've got a, a small foundation, God, you can never have enough. God, help us to continue building and deepening our roots in your word. God, ignite a passion for your word in us. That's what I'm going to pray. Ignite a passion for your word in us, Holy Spirit. Let it take root and let it bear fruit in our lives, God. Let it not only take root in our lives, God, but let it just exude from us so much, God, to where we just have to tell people about your word. Bless each and every person we listen. We thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Be sure to subscribe. Uh, leave a review and, and follow me on social media. But listen, you guys are amazing. Don't forget, God is for you and he loves you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Upbeat Podcast. I hope that it blessed and encouraged you. If you liked today's episode, then subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share it on your social media and with your friends. Also, follow me on social media at Blake Reynolds Music so we can connect more. And check out my website, BlakeReynoldsMusic.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. Until next time.